Yo, yo, yo. Yo, we back for another week with Brooklyn Boys, Boys Radio. All day. What's good, my G? Ain't nothing, man. How you? How you? Feeling I'm better? I'm good this week. I'm, I'm really good this week, man. God is good this week. All that. I don't know what I was going God through. God is good week. every week, bro. Every week he's good, but I'm just saying he was especially good for me this week because this brought me back to my um back to my normal self. So I appreciate that. Thank you, God. Uh, yeah, I wanted to give a special shout out to Kitchen Talk. You know what I'm saying? With my boy Mano and um Georgie and, and Holla and Free Rick too. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, on yeah. Um, Fox Soul right now. So <coughs> work, congr- to, congratulations, know, man. Yeah, big up to Maine, man. He worked hard and you know. Georgie, like my little sister, man, she worked real hard. I know Holla for a while, and like I said, free work. You know what I mean? So, big no up doubt. the kitchen talk, man. Whoa, yeah, big up the kitchen talk. Yeah, so, I don't know where I want to start this week. There's a lot of crazy nonsense going on this week. It's I always hope we don't crazy have a week like last week, bro. Listen, that's all up to you, because you get sensitive, and he starts bugging <laughs> you out. You know what I'm bro. saying? Got me out of my character last week, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, you had look, a... Hey, look what I did today. Hold he, up. He had a nervous breakdown. I don't on, even know. He had a nervous breakdown look, on camera. I, like, brought, I brought nervous breakdown my ass. I had a sweat breakdown. Yo, I got me some tissue today for your ass. That's good. We all watched it unfold. It all began <laughs> with him going, man, I don't know what's going on with me, but I've been bugging. And then... It went to him bugging. <laughs> it was proof Whatever. of concept. This guy, this guy is crazy, man. But anyway, crazy week this week. Here go Monty with his nonsense. Go, Monty, go smoke your weed while we record, man. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, fool. But seriously, though, man, I was watching the, um, the Charleston White and T.I. going at it this week. Um, you know, Charleston White. You know, I don't know what that guy does, but he, you know, he always just talking a bunch of crap on the internet. Shut some up. of the stuff be real, he be saying, and some of the stuff be left field to me that he says. And you know, he was talking about Bootsy, little Bootsy's son, and, uh-huh. and Ti's son this week. And Ti felt as a father, he had to step in because his son is young, and you know, he had to talk up for his son. You know what I mean? Which, me personally, I don't find no problem with that. You know, this grown ass man talking to my kid, um, Charleston White. I'm kind of confused with it a little bit. Like I said, sometimes he say some stuff, and I'll be like, I, I can see his point. But then he say some off-the-wall stuff, like he raped a chick, he was eating some chick coochie, and she didn't want to give him the coochie, so he took it. I don't even know how he, how he even still on people's shows after saying that. Like, that, maybe it's just me, but I don't know. Unfortunately, this is the point where the world has come, right? You know, it's, it's the same thing like, like what we spoke about on the show last week, where it was like... um where I said the whole thing with Blake Griffin, right? When these judges make, judges make these verdicts where he's paying 258000 a month mm-hmm. for child support, what that does is it creates an atmosphere for women to begin to prey on these athletes. Mm. And I think that's the same thing that's gone on with social media. We have so many people who have blown up by saying off the wall explicit things about people, Niggas right? Then they the went viral. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're on a reality show or they're doing this, right? So because those people were rewarded by that bad behavior, now you have people who see that and it's like, yo, that's the way. You understand what I mean? So to me, Charleston White, he's just another dude on the internet, man. That's they're saying things that are left field to get attention. Shock value. It's a, yeah, for shock value and to get attention and to create opportunities. And obviously it's working because he's in everybody's mouth. He's getting interviewed by all of these platforms. Yeah, I'm surprised all the platforms are interviewing him. Like, I'm yeah. just surprised. After what he said though, right? It, it, just because we in this um, uh, uh, this blacklist type of movement, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people, he hasn't been blacklisted from anything or cancel culture, he hasn't been canceled. <laughs> 
and people still allow why, him. Why hasn't he been canceled? Because he's been talking about black people. He's been talking about rappers. And when you talk about us, <laughs> nothing happens. Rappers, yeah, yeah, he's right. <laughs> Listen, man, when you write, you write. You know, but like I said, I don't blame Bootsy and T.I. going out there for their sons. No, I, I don't blame them at all because one thing, you know, people always say that once you become an entertainer that you pretty much have signed a contract for your life to belong to the public. Mm. But one thing I truly believe is, yo, the kids is off limits, man. I don't, give a, I don't care how don't famous, nobody kids, right? I don't care <laughs> how famous someone is, you know what I mean? The kids are off limits. Like, 100%. like, like I think back to, to, to when I used to see people say the craziest thing about about Blue Ivy, and I used to be like, yo, what is wrong on, with y'all? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like this is a child, child bro. She ain't got nothing to do with that. Listen, man. Like you said, kids are 100% off limits. Um, I couldn't even imagine somebody getting at my kid, saying something to my kid or any kid. Like, it just hit home but you, a diff, little bit different. Yeah, I'm going to have to hit you a little bit different. Nah, you know but, what I'm but saying? You, but you know what's crazy is once you get into that spotlight, you learn to kind of desensitize. Well, I learned to desensitize myself to that because I've posted pictures of my, of my daughters at times. And I've had people comment like, yo, your kids are ugly. You know what I mean? Uh, and no, I'm, I've seen that yeah, happen to you. And, and, I don't and, even know. Yeah, yeah I'd have been looking for the but person. But let me tell you what I've learned, though. What I've learned is that I can't have a serious reaction to someone who's pretending. You understand? So even in the case of Charleston White, where it's like, you're saying this about the, mass, the man, some bro, you have no intentions of really doing what it is. That you're you're literally just talking for attention. You're literally. I'm gonna be just, That's another thing. But, he call cops yes, all the time. So, he be snitching. So, I, and, so and people still have more the platform. That's the yeah, crazy thing. So, so, he call a lot of police. He not afraid to tell you calling police. So that's he my not thing. afraid to snitch on you but, and say your name. And so he so, ain't been canceled. So, so I don't understand. I really don't understand the culture. Real quick, with with when it comes to him, it just it's like. It just plays a different way when it comes to that dude. Bro, it's not even it's not even just him, bro. The social media has totally changed the culture, and I've sat back and watched this. You know what's so crazy? Someone can say something about you, and it's just so crazy that now, see, when we were coming up, if you said something about somebody or you said you were gonna do something. What people were waiting on is okay. Now you have you to act on it, yeah, definitely. right? But it's crazy because what happens now these days on social media is if somebody says something, people aren't waiting for him to act on it. They're waiting for you to say something back. And if you don't say something back, he wins. I don't even even, even though even with he has no intentions of acting on it. Social media is crazy to me too, for another standpoint, because the comments like, when do people get so brazen to put certain things in the comments, like to. Like, they agree with the nonsense. They agree with that. Like, how can you just, I wonder if people would talk like that if they seen that no. person actually, I know they wouldn't. But I just, I'm on, saying man. it for the audience because whoever doing that, y'all gotta be, I, ask yourself, would y'all say this in that person's face if you seen them? No. A lot of these dudes be playing with that internet. But that's, but that's, I don't even understand it. Like, styles. the internet shit is ridiculous. And you know I'm the king of ignoring people. And the re and that's exactly why I ignore people because you're pretending. So why am I going to be serious when you're pretending? I'm not going to pay you no mind because literally, bruh, words with no actions to it are just nothing but sounds. I agree with you, but words <laughs> words could also hurt you, and words can also put you in a frenzy if you not if you don't protect yourself 
and kind of put yourself in that mind state. That constant barrage of somebody keep act, you know, agonizing, agonizing you. Some people can't take that shit. Some people don't like it. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, we got to just be mindful of how we, you know, I don't know, man. People just got to be different when y'all get on the internet. If y'all not going to say shit to a nigga face when you see him, don't hide behind your keyboard. Don't hide behind your phone. Don't hide behind none of that. But that's just the way of today. Yeah, but that's, I, I but that, listen, we we could say that until we're blue in the face, and it's not going to stop so the keyboard gangsters from being keyboard gangsters. People be saying some crazy shit. Like, I be reading the comments. I'm like one of them dudes that like to read the comments. Yeah, the like. It's crazy. It I'm is. like, yo, this person. <clears throat> and sometimes I go to their Instagram page. Guys got to look at them, right? And be like. Nah, you ain't. But you know, but you, you ain't. But you, you ain't say, but you, you not know, doing that. In yo, real life. If, if you want me to be, if you want me to be honest with you, when, when when we first started doing this, right, and my followers started growing and this and that, because you know I wasn't. It took a while for me to transition to all of this. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody would comment something crazy, I swear to you, I used to go to their profile and I would literally screenshot their picture and I would keep it in my phone. No, I'm yo, bro. You got serial crazy and mo I, over no, here. I better stop yo, playing bro, with this no, nigga. I'm, no, bro. <laughs> I used to do that the first two years, and I had I had an album in my phone just dedicated to these people. When and I see this nigga, yes, I'm smack. And what I used to do was I used to look at this album, flip through the pictures every week, at least once or twice, just to keep their face fresh in my mind. But then what happened was after a while, like I came to realize, yo, these people are pretending. They have no intentions on ever acting on what they're saying. So at the end of the day, that's like me seriously getting angry about what someone does in a movie when they're just acting. <laughs> you understand what now I'm I saying? I hear you, but these internet dudes is, is crazy. But nevertheless, like I said, man, I would have definitely had to say something. Somebody come at my child. Leave the beef between grown men and stop bringing children into it. Even though the children, if you said they said something to you first, Deal with that man they're, father. But there's st- exactly there's still <laughs> there's still a protocol. There's, yeah, there's still a saying? protocol. Well, deal with that man pops. You know what I'm saying? Big up the Ti too. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough love to Ti. You know what I mean? Ti definitely showed us love. You know what I mean? So and with money and violence. He definitely showed us love. Came and um, filmed with us, and didn't ask for nothing. You know what I'm saying? And um, that was really dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, At yeah, that time. Yeah. So big up the Ti for that. It's just a whole lot of craziness going on right now, man. Shit. Well. You look like you've been in more shit than a blind man in a shit show. <laughs> you got no idea, Whitey. Man, sometimes you gotta unplug, recharge. Go on a vacation, man. Rafe? What you doing here? Yo, I came through to hold my homie down. Hey, yo, Whitey, what's good? What's happening? It's been a minute. Yeah, right? So, wait a minute. So, y'all two niggas know each other? Yeah, man, it's my guy. Familiar faces is always a good thing for these type of situations. Yeah. Yo, come on in. Yeah, the small world of Brooklyn. <laughs> Appreciate this, man. No doubt, man. Yeah. Yo, he here. Whoa. Hey, what? Okay. More shit from the shit show? Well, in other news, um, you know, uh, battle rapper Sue Surf got caught on a RICO charge um, this week, you know what I'm saying, which is unfortunate. They say he's a part of the Rolling 60s gang. Um, charges going all the way back to 2015, even murder charges, you know what I'm saying? So, and we know that there's no <coughs> no stature on... Um, on murder, yeah, no statute on, 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 on murder and RICO and charges. And the RICO, uh-huh. Yeah, so... Um, 
unfortunate for that brother. I, I hope that, uh, you know, he got a good lawyer and um, he could beat the charges, you know what I'm saying? Because that shit ain't nothing to play with, dude. I just, I mean, I just, I just want to say something, man, to, um, to all the fellas out there. I mean, whether it be fellas, young ladies, or whoever, because I think back to, like, you know, when this, when the whole thing happened with us with, like, money and violence, man. Like, what I had to realize was, yo, at this point, the spotlight is on you. You understand? And when the spotlight is on you, man, like, you got to pull back, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's time to make a transition. You know, it's not the way that it used to be. Like, you ain't living in the shadows anymore. You know, everything you do, like, there's a microscope on. And, and the truth is, you're not going to be able to dodge the authorities the way that you used to, man. Because I remember, like, when everything started and me having to really sit down and have a talk with my entire team. And it was not that anything was going on, but it was just, yo, whatever's going on has to stop. Shit, I had to have plenty of talks. Yeah. <laughs> the whole entire team. Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> I had to deal with the bullshit. Yeah, yeah but this is what, what I'm mean? saying. Like, and, and, and it just got to a point. And what I realized was because, you know, we watched this happen over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. You understand? And... Mm. We got to flip the cycle, fellas, because it got to be an older statesman in your crew. It got to be somebody that could tell you that you're listening to, like, yo, look, for a back, you know, like I said, even with your crew, and I've done it with mine, I remember I used to come around and be like, yo, you can't do certain things. You know, I remember I used to come around, I had to literally take guns off of niggas and be like, yo, we can't, we can't move like this. You know what I'm saying? It got to... It got to be somebody, but these charges are also old charges. Old charges. They from 2015, okay. so God knows what was happening back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He probably yeah, yeah. didn't see himself when he got to. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I know, I know how those move because I seen that happen to my man. Like my man had left the game for five years, and the feds popped up on his doorstep one day because he was swept up in an indictment from six years earlier. You know what I mean? And he ended up having to um having to do some fed time for that. And he had left all of that, man, from five years prior, had started his business, had been legit, you know, for the longest. So, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, man, the things that we do in the past, they come back and they rear us ugly head. They come you know, back and haunt us, you know, but... um, You know, so quick, you know, not a quick story, but just, you know, I've been picked up. My house has been raided by police, like, at least two or three times. Not the house I'm currently living, but throughout my lifetime. Uh -huh. Feds came to my crib. Shit, I was picked up by FBI. Well, I turned myself into FBI. Um, but the last time was a funny time. And not funny because the situation was funny. It was just crazy because it had nothing to do with me. It had to do with my man. You know what I'm saying? I remember. <laughs> and I want to tell y'all somehow crazy it is how, you know, it was crazy because the boys coming from the gym, you know what I'm saying, my man, He's staying upstairs. He, I got a, a, a guest room, so he was staying with me for a couple of days. He'll come every couple of months and stay there, pay me some rent, uh -huh. and break out. And this this story is important to me, important because of how they, how, they, how they play. They just play different, you know what I'm saying? So he upstairs. I'm sitting downstairs on my couch. Just came from the gym, on the phone with a shorty, talking and shit. And um, I hear somebody banging on the door. Boom, boom. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know? 
My brother's in law enforcement, so I think it's my little brother. He playing, right? And I hear, open up the door! So I go to the door, like, what? But I see a white hand. Wait a minute, it's a white hand. It can't be, though. You know what I'm saying? And I go, all I see, all I hear is, <clears throat> is the back secured? So I look towards the back door, and they in the back, too. They at my back door. I said, oh, nah, this shit is real. So I hurry up and open the door. When I open the door, my gate was already open. You know my gate. I got a gate that yeah, locked yeah, before yeah. the door. <clears throat> Yo, a big, I don't know what it was. It was just a machine gun. I just know it was long. It was in my face. Back up. Back the fuck up. I ain't gonna back it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I back up. I'm like, what you, I can't believe they here. Like, what you here for? Like, shit ain't going on in here. And they come in the crib. They back me down. And they go, where's... So and so, right? I'm like, uh, I don't want to say that. So and such is upset. I'm like, come out. <laughs> they got us. They got us. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but it's like 20 niggas in my crib. So I'm like, yo, I'll say such and such. Yo, like, he go, he on the top of the step talking about. Who that? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you know who it is. Get your ass down. Nigga, <laughs> you heard them say your name, nigga. They ain't looking for me. I ain't say that to But that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, nigga, you better get downstairs. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, they come downstairs. But this nigga was the stupidest nigga, too. The stupidest nigga. He's like, yo, oh, man, y'all got, they got me, man. All right, cool. Can I take a shit? I got to take a shit. Please. Can I just take a shit? Because they had to, they had to um, bring him back to another state. You know what I'm saying? And they play dirty. And what I mean by they play dirty, so you know I told you homeboy gave me a little rent every time. It was uh -huh. nothing crazy. Little uh -huh. rent every time he come stay at the crib or whatever. Yo, here. Or he leave his bags and shit there. Yo, where my money at? So I, we call each other. You know me, I'm a jokester. All we do is crack jokes about each other, mother on the phone. Uh -huh. So all this time, the feds been listening yeah, to yeah, us crack jokes for the last, I don't even know how long. So they, they on the phone with us. And, you know, they on the phone, so... Duke say to me, like, yo, listen, here, I got to put you in cuffs. I, we know you ain't got nothing involved, no involvement. That's what he tell me. He said, you got any drugs or any guns? I was like, nah, I ain't got no drugs and no guns in here. He said, you better tell us because we're going to rip this whole shit up. And I'm like, damn, like, nah, I ain't got nothing here. But they, they warrant was only a pickup warrant, you know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Even though they did some violation in the crib, that's another story. The point I'm getting to, we get to court, right? So I go, his bill is astronomical. So I go, all right, cool, I'm going to put up the crib. I said, yo, I told his lawyer, yo, let me, I'll put up the crib for son. He was caught up in a RICO case. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And I said, I put up the crib so he could come out and he could fight on the streets instead of, you know what I mean? You know what them niggas told me? They, the nigga went to the judge, the DA went to the judge and said, look, man, he'd give this guy about $600, $700 rent every month. Now my house is worth a million dollars. The nigga said, since he give that money to him, he can't use that house because I know where he getting the I know where the money come from. Basically, we never had a conversation how he get his money. He was like he just be like, "Yo, I'm waiting on my, my bread, and I'm gonna give it to but you." But that doesn't and matter. I, He's your tenant. Yeah, but listen. <clears throat> but he, they say that, that I knew that how he was getting the money. I don't have nothing to do with from. it. But I got knowledge that he waiting on money, even, even though that was never said. But it was he. They said it was um kind of said in the messages, but they didn't have no it's assumed. assumed. It's assumed in the messages. But what I'm saying to you is, you got to be careful because these niggas fight so dirty. You give your girl some money. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, you can't, your girl can't never come bail you out. You give your mama money. She can't never come bail you out because they're going to say that money. Oh, that's the money he was giving her. You know what I'm saying? And then when you're trying to fight your case, they freeze this account, that account. And now you got to fight with nothing. What, what they want to do is they pretty much want to put you as much at a disadvantage as possible so that you can be desperate so that either you're going to take a plea, plea? or mm -hmm. you're going to give them information on other people. That's what they want. They want to put you in the most desperate situation possible. That way you have no leverage and you can't fight. And, and, and it's just unfortunate because, you know, they use these tactics to hold us back. So we got to be very careful. And if, I, if you're giving niggas money, make sure you find an uncle that you don't never talk to and you can trust him or go bury your money because they coming for everything. And it's unfortunate in these cases. So, you know, the fans got about a 96 conviction. 98% conviction rate. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we got to be careful when y'all out here in these streets. And remember, some old shit might come back to bite you. So. Yeah, yeah, man. And playing with the feds is different, man, because they build their case way before they even come. So if they come, it's because... Bro, they got that case all wrapped up all and tied, you know. Yeah. But, um, yo, enough love and, you know, best wishes to Sue Surf, Surf man. I hope that situation work out for you, bro. Yeah, so, listen, on other news, a couple of weeks ago, we was talking about Fabio. Oh, Fabio yeah, yeah, Florent, when, when, I said, I mean? when I said hell hath no fury like a bitter woman. And I guess she was bitter because she came out this week and said all the stuff that she was calling him gay about and saying that he was gay. She just did it because she was in her feelings. Oh, I guess that means he said, I ain't going to pay them bills. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. it, it's crazy how far a chick could go when she hurt. Um, but I hope she, uh, you know, get better from whatever hurt and she healed from whatever hurt she had. And I hope they, you know, take care of their kid and move forward. Um, other news, I seen that um, a, a, a Clark Atlanta show was shot up yesterday with G. Herbo on stage. They said they were shooting at him. I don't know how if that's true or not, but you know, big up to G Herbo. I hope everybody's well at the show, including um, um, G Herbo. Uh, and you know, other news too, big up to Fab. I seen he was in the news this week with his family. Or whatever's going on there, hope he work it out and they move forward as a family. So big up to all those people. But and last, I think hip hop news that we got for this week, I know we argue about Kanye. I ain't arguing. I ain't with argue. Your ass got sensitive. Listen, I ain't arguing with you this week. <laughs> I ain't argue. I sat, I sat here trying to have a dialogue with an irate man that was having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Whatever. But you know, I seen that J.P. Morgan um, Chase told him to take his money out of here, and he said he uh, made some um, anti-Semitic uh, slurs, and um, they told him to take his money out of here. And I just think that's crazy. And part of what I was trying to say to you too, just. When you got a plan, you got a people who choose to stick together, no matter what race or what what creed they are, they are, and they stick together as one, and they move in unison, and they have this power where they control banks, they control media, whatever it may be. They can just tell you, look, we don't care if you got a billion dollars. Take your billion dollars and take it somewhere else too. They not only he not only got cut off uh, from the bank, he also got cut off from Twitter, and Instagram accounts got cut. You know what I'm saying? So. It's crazy. One week he got a, um, you know, white life matter T-shirt and all the white lives. They they cut him off access. So you know I me. Mean? I just think it's kind of ironic and funny. You know what I'm saying? But black why, people. Why would why would Kanye's um. Why would any disadvantage be funny? I, I just think it's funny. It's hilarious to me, because last week you was talking about white life matter. They showed you that it really mattered, but this and they is... cut you out of all. All your, all your access to your social media and everything. And I just want to say one thing before you go into your shit. 
and black people, y'all take, take heed to this. When we stick together and we move in unison, we can move the, we can move the goalposts. And that's all that thing that's, to me, that's what it showed you. Because when they said, yo, they don't want to play ball with him no more, they choose not to play ball with him no more. And everybody moved accordingly. And nobody had nothing to say for him. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, the way I see things, um, their only power is that they can stop you from making a dollar. And that's usually how they bring people to the knees and force them to apologize. I mean, you know, Kanye's worth the $6 billion. I'm sure he doesn't have that liquid, but I'm sure he has a couple of hundred million liquid. So the truth is... He probably doesn't need to make a dollar for the rest of his life. He could live out his life pretty comfortably. So my advice is, Kanye, do what you want to do, man. It's your life, bro. Fuck Kanye. We're going to a skit. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Love in the air, baby. Okay. First of all, why is my name like that? Rose Cuevo. I'm from a motherfucking big town in New York called Brooklyn. Don't ask me, fax me. Rose Cuevo. You know I'm fucked up. I borrow my niggas' jewelry. I borrow my niggas' cards so I can look great and trick women, uh. like women trick us with their BBLs. BBL, bad bitch lying. I got all the motherfucking answers. You lied to me, but I do, but I do, ooh, ooh. Return of the Mac, I let it go. Bitch, I ain't going for it. Bad bitch lying. <laughs> How is that possible? You want a high value man, and you didn't even get a high value surgery. Bitch, you got that in the brown. Stop it. Lift that refrigerator up the stairs for me. Brose Cuevo, or change this oil. I call in and say, I caught four flats on the Belt Parkway. Bitch, I need you out here. Come change them all with your bare knuckles. Can't do that, huh? When you see me in a fight with a bear or a fight with a bitch, don't help the bitch. Help me. This is boy, Rose Quavo. Mwah. I gotta go. She got And we're back. Y'all hope y'all enjoyed that skit. We don't even know what it is. He don't know what it is. I know what it is. Okay, so now this guy can see into the future. <laughs> Whatever, man. Check this out. So I was, I was reading this article this week, and they was talking about a guy that was uh, fired um, from his job because he didn't want to keep on his webcam while he worked at home. So a judge thought that was immoral of them because of the privacy issue, I guess, him being in his house and awarded him 70K. What do you think about that? Um, I don't know. I think that's one of those gray area issues. Uh, for one, yes, he's in his home, but he's working on their time. They're paying him for his time. So maybe they want him to keep his webcam on to just make sure that he's really working. I mean, it all depends on what's the job. I mean, can they, can they track his productivity without seeing him on camera? You know, because... because he might be butt-ass naked, bitch. I, I understand, but he's working from home, which, which means that you're, you're home, whatever room you're in, 
is not your home. It's now your work area. I mean, I think it's very, it's very gray area, sure. If you don't got to go to work and you can work from home, do you still got to dress up for work? Sometimes you do. Well, they got to pay some rent if they want access. Yeah, I mean, because, <laughs> because you got to... You, you I hope I don't No, that. you got to think about the workplace. You got to think about the workplace, right? There's cameras all over the workplace. The only place that there aren't cameras is in the bathroom. You get where I'm coming from? So mm -hmm. if your bedroom is where you're working, your work area, and, and that's not yeah, your workplace... It, 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 it could also be homeboy's house is not tidy. You know what I'm saying? Home, it, it could be that he lived poor. He don't want nobody to see no, how I he lived. I understand right? that. It, it could be a couple of things why you don't want your webcam on. You know what I'm saying? Some things in my house I don't want you to see, see. and that's evading privacy inside of my house. No. You know I, what I'm saying? I fully understand. That's, my, that's a different thing. My, my, you know own, I mean? my only question is, was it them being nosy or was it because they wanted to keep track of his productivity? Well, it didn't make a difference because they had to pay him 70K anyway. So, okay. But, which is which brings me to another article that I read that, you know, a lot of these big corporations now are thinking about Cutting half of the workforce that works from home, laying them off, and outsourcing workforce overseas. overseas. You know what I mean? Which is going to be crazy if that happens in the U.S. Because a lot of companies, and which I think is a disservice to a lot of workers in a smack in the face. Not only because I think the companies saved a lot of money because of this pandemic. A lot of companies, major companies, got to cut the real estate that they have for their offices in half or don't even have offices they do like a we work space when they come and come and do their stuff so they all stumbled that, across a, a, a more efficient way more efficient and still getting the same quality of work done so you saved a bunch of money by probably millions of dollars because you're not paying that 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 lease rent anymore for whatever space that you got you know what i'm saying and insurance that you probably have on the building x y and z and now you're going oh that's not enough we want of course I'm, yeah, we're going to cut some people i too. think i think and higher then smack and go, good old America here, good old American boy, and then say, you, I'm going to go hire somebody from India or China to do the work for less than half, half a half of the price that you guys are doing for. I think it goes back to the conversation we had weeks ago, the nature of business, all about making a profit, cutting overhead, making as much money as possible. They could care less about the employees. Yeah, they don't we're, care less. We're trying no to find the most efficient and the cheapest way with the less overhead, the least bit of overhead for us to get our work done because then that means that our profits are going to be higher. Like, they could care less about all of that, man. Like, look, man, we live in a capitalist society and unfortunately, I think that these um, companies are more concerned with lining their pockets rather than growing America's economy. But, uh, yeah, I hear you, but I feel like this is a government thing, right? I feel like the government got to come in and start sh putting sanctions on companies that hire overseas and give them, you know, put more taxes on them and sanction them when I think they get they, other companies. I think companies. they do. Cause they, yeah, no, because if they, they do that, <sighs> that'll force them to not hire overseas workers for cheaper prices and put our economy more in debt, more homeless, that the government is going to have to go bail out other people. So put sanctions on the companies that want to outsource overseas. And if you want to do it, it's going to cost you to out do that. And maybe they won't. They will hire American people here because guess what? If you don't, then you got people living in poverty. You got people living on the street. You got people that can't feed their family. And now you got to do bill outs all over again. You're taking from the pot without putting putting anything back in. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you're going to you're going to have the Great Depression all over again. Well, so to avoid we're headed, that, we're headed towards a recession. Yeah, to avoid that, you gotta put, America should be put, putting sanctions on these big companies that's, that want to do that. I just think that's a crazy thing to do, you know what I mean? But, you know, who am I? Well, you know what they say. They say that uh, when the tide is high, the fish eat the ants. 
when the tide is low, the ants eat the fish. Maybe it's about to be time for the ants to eat. I don't know what he just talked about, but I'm looking at my next topic because I, I really don't understand what the hell this nigga just said. If y'all understand it, then write it in the comments because somebody explained it to me. So I did see this topic. I had to pill it up. And um, was, here go Monty. Here go, here go Monty in the background now. Um, yo, this woman was saying on social media that I was reading this week, she said, um, social media is, um, basically, I'm sorry, Moby having me writing this stuff, like, you know, taking the picture and writing my stuff. Everything uh, is Mo's fault, by the way, if you guys have not noticed. Okay, cool. <laughs> it says, um, a woman, a woman on social media says that social media is brainwashing women to hate men, no matter the circumstances. Do you find any truth in that? Um, and I got another thing that bleeds into that, though, but, you know, do you find any truth in that? I think, I, I honestly believe that it kind of works both ways. I, I do think that there's some truth to that. Uh, I think social media has become a breeding ground to pit men against women and women against men, mm. and it's all about who's at fault and who's better, and mm -mm. it's always this huge competition. You know, I think social media, it, it's, it's become a gift and a curse, man. Like, it's allowed us access to so much, but it's also brought so much dissension and, 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 and division. So it's crazy that you even say that because <coughs> Bucci was saying, Lil Bucci was saying this week on, 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 on Drink Champs, he was like, yo, social media has brought, you know, some good stuff, money and popularity and things that you need. Uh, that people need to, you know, kind of move, but it also fucked up niggas' households, men and women, you know what I mean? Got girls trying to look like things they never would try to look like before, gonna go play, you know, basically take the risk with their life and go under surgery, get BBLs. You got guys, you know, sliding in DMs they would have never even thought about going to look for this chick, you know what I'm saying? So it does make the world kind of more attainable on it. and it makes yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad, right? Like, it's, I don't think anything in, if the too much is bad, right? Anything in excess, yeah. In excess is, 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 is bad. But sometimes, you know, I think social media does help because it smallens the world. And what I mean by that, before we couldn't tell what somebody was doing in Africa, Japan, or just even next door up the block. We didn't know Susie existed in South Jersey, you know what I'm saying? And social media kind of bring you together. And I think it also, whatever agendas is out there, it kind of slowed down a lot of things because information travels too fast now. Yeah, but, but I also think that the more access you have to something, the less you appreciate it, right? So mm -hmm. what social media has done is basically make people feel that they shouldn't be grateful, right, for coming across you know, I remember back when a woman comes across a good man or, you know, come across a dude that make fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year. Like, she's content with that. You know what I mean? But these days, every woman wants a man that's a millionaire, although those men don't even frequent the places, right, that they frequent. Those men aren't in their world, but mm -hmm. because they see them every day on social media, they feel that they can have access to that. But it's I, the same thing go for the men, you know, or, or, you know, same thing go for the women. I mean, you know, sometimes you, you these all these girls got the same ass. You know, everybody's no, there's no girls that you hardly see with just natural boobs or natural 
behinds. It, everybody's trying to look like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. And then sometimes men are going after those type of women that make women feel like, oh, I got to go get that too. You know yeah, what I'm but, 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 but you know where things differ. There's something that I always used to say, which is um, all women are born celebrities and men have to go to Hollywood, right? And the reason being is because a beautiful woman with nothing is still a beautiful woman. But a man with nothing is nothing. So, it was an ugly woman. So, so, I just want, but, I just know, because he was Moses Ma. I wanted to see nah, if he had an answer for and, the ugly But you got to understand ahead. the reason I'm saying that is because a woman with beauty can get attention from any man, all depending, mm -hmm. right? So if a woman is gorgeous, she's beautiful, she's going to turn the head of a regular dude or whether dude's a millionaire, <laughs> you understand, or somebody that's wealthy. But a man, on the other hand, it's different, you understand? So all I'm saying by that is I, I just think that social media definitely has, um, it's, it's kind of widen everybody's options and that's the problem <coughs> when you have when you have so many options it's hard for you to be happy with it, just one thing but it also widens a lot a lot of people pockets do you know during the pandemic more millionaires hap became millionaires in the time more of the people pandemic? became millionaires yeah yeah yeah. Just because of social media, yeah. people buy and sell. So there's there are good and bad things about social media. It's just that I think sometimes the the bad outweighs the good. But see, but I think, but I think social media is like money, mm. right? Currency. And the reason I say that is because people always say that um, money is the root of all evil, and I say money isn't the root of all evil. Money is actually a seed of good fortune. Right, but it all depends on what you do with that seed. <laughs> you, you get where yeah, I'm coming. Money, listen. You can. You can't get, be greedy. You, you can, can't. No, it's not even. It's not even about but it's greed. About, about what greed I'm. What I'm saying is, you can give somebody a shitload of money tomorrow, right? And it can either make <clears> them live, or that shit can lead to their death. <laughs> you understand? 100%. You understand what I'm saying? And I think it's the same thing with social media. It's all about how you use it. It's all about do you have the maturity and the discipline. To, to, but because that's why you I said, do have, have to have discipline to deal with. Yeah, but that's why I said it's like greed. Because you ever seen that? You ever seen somebody? They, they see a pile of gold in their eyes. Is, but then some people see the pile of gold and go, "Cool, what I got to do with that? How I got to divvy it up? What I got? How I can make my life better?" Some people look at that and like, "Oh, I got to go splurge immediately." And just, you know what I mean? And it's just that. What's that? Like gluttonous, or you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gluttonous from it. Like you just want to go indulge in it and don't even have a great mindset on how to deal with it so like i said social media you're right social media is like that um yo that has got to be more uh i guess um mindful when you're using social media and try to use it for more good than bad you know what i'm saying yeah and and, and don't let it dictate your life because a lot of people sit in their crib and make it make decisions for their relationship and base Relationship, friendship, off of social media, but that's, which is crazy, but that's why. because that's not a real thing, and everybody ain't living like that, and that ain't you, and that ain't your situation. But but going back to your original question, well, what the young lady said, as far as social media causing division between making women pretty much hate, hate men, men. Um, I think that that's what it is. We have so many people out there that really have no independent thinking and all they do is regurgitate they take, what they, they see and hear yep, on, on social, social media. media. So if they see a woman saying this, they automatically adapt that ideology. And stop you putting know, up the put up the and, memes every day. And, and live off of memes. Yeah, and, and and I think that the thing with social media is there is no real balance when it comes to that 
that uh, criticizing men thing, right? You have, an, you have a plethora of people that are pretty much putting, them, putting us under the microscope and pointing out all of our flaws, but you don't have just as many people that are defending us and holding us down. You understand what I'm saying? So because of that, you have the results, man. But at the end of the day, look, man, black men and women, once again, yeah, we need to love each other, man. And some, somewhere along the line, we lost our way. And I, we, we need to do our best to find that path back to each other. Because once again, the power is in the Holy Trinity, which is the unity, which is not man nor woman. It is man, woman, and child. Yeah, we got to, I told somebody today, it's very important to, to agree with one another. When you agree with somebody, that's just becoming one with somebody. And you don't have to... You don't have to, um, you know, always like what somebody's doing or like what somebody's saying, but you have to come to a point where y'all could agree to disagree and move accordingly in, in accordance with one another and stuff. You know what I'm saying? We don't do that. We always divide it. One person over here, one person is, this person know half the truth, that person don't know whole, all the truth. But that, and we don't sit down, communicate, and just become one with, an, one with each other, even when we disagree, because we have to learn how to agree to disagree and walk away peacefully and, and, and start to have a better understanding for us and stop letting our kids be raised off of social media. That's another thing, because these kids, all they do is watch the social media and watch Instagram, TikTok, and they're being raised off of Instagram and TikTok, and you're not taking enough time in your household to, search, to set certain standards and certain principles. You know what I'm saying? Stop letting the social media... It used to be, stop letting TV raise your kids. Now, stop letting social media raise your kids. You know what I'm saying? But I think the reason that a lot of people can't agree to disagree is because what's missing is respect. They don't have respect for, for each other. The only people that you can agree to disagree with is people that you respect. You actually respect that person's opinion, so it's like, yo, I don't agree with you, but I acknowledge where you're coming from. from. When it's someone that you don't respect, it's like, yo, I don't even want to hear that shit. You get where I'm coming mm -hmm. from? So once again, like, yo, man, black, black men and black women, man, we well, need then, to- Hold up, then, then I got a point to go back to what Shorty said. If it's making you hate black men, of course, yes, that means you don't respect. You don't them. respect so, them, so you can't agree with them because you don't respect. Because you don't them. respect them. Listen, that is at the root of the issue. Yeah. What's at the root of the issue is that the black woman no longer respects the black man, and the black man doesn't respect the black woman. That's at the root of the issue, bro. You think about this. Without respect, there is no love. Respect Listen, is at the foundation say, Stevie, of that. One of my favorite songs is by Stevie Wonder. It's called "Is Love in the Need of Love." And I always wondered, how could love be in need of love? But yeah, I guess it because is. Because respect you know is at the foundation of it all. And without yeah. respect, there is no love. Yeah, so if we right. don't respect each other, we can never love, love each, each other. other. 100%, man. Anyway, so I was watching Angela Yee um, lip service, and she had Spice on it this week, right? And basically it was a comment. You know, she was saying, Spice was like, she asked Spice if she ever masturbates. She said she used to masturbate. But she no longer masturbates no more because she feel like there's two spirits that talk to you and makes you uh, uh, leave your relationships and having sex with you while you're masturbating. So do you believe that there's spirits, like that's a spirit? Because somebody in church will always tell you, yeah, that's a spirit in that person, you know what I'm saying? So what do you think about masturbating? You think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I think people do what they do. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's your body, you do what you want with it. Um, I think anything in excess can be harmful, so. <laughs> Listen. I think masturbate is is a great thing, shit, especially for horny dudes, so they don't go outside and go do nothing stupid. Go play with yourself, you know what I'm saying? Type grip and a good imagination. I had so many people in my damn life. You think I had Rihanna, I had, Beyonce, I had everybody, B. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, type grip and a good imagination. You can have anybody you want, bro. 
You don't agree? I hear you, bro. This guy right here, man, he's too cool for school. I'm not too, too cool. cool for school. Yo, bro, you know Listen, that this is who I am. Like, I can't I, help I, it. I hear this you. This is just who Listen, I am. If you want it to feel real good, get a little Vaseline and some water to make it slippery. If you want it to be head, to spit your me. head. This is where I make my exit because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you can finish this on your own. Anyway, brother. listen. Sorry, time for Styles. I'm going to tell you something. I'm just playing with him because I just, I just wanted to get him out of there. I want the show for myself. So check this out. So one time, my first time ever masturbating was so crazy to me. <laughs> Look, now, now, he, now he, tried, he tried to interrupt my joint. So it was so crazy because when I was growing up, I used to hang out in this park called Miller Park in East New York. And, you know, all my friends, like a lot of my friends, they was having babies at that time. And, you know, when you could bust a nut, you like you was a man back then. That's what people tell you, you bust a nut. But I ain't never bust a nut. So I never felt like I could be a, like I was grown yet. So I remember I was trying to figure out, people say, yo, you're going to have a wet dream one day. And, that, and you know, that's when it come. So one time I had my first wet dream, right? And I remember waking up and, and I, my, my, my boxes was wet. And I was like, oh, shit, a wet dream. Oh, it's finally here. I'm a man. So what I want to make sure, right? So I ran in the bathroom real quick and I got some lotion and I start beating my meat, beating my meat for like five minutes, 10 minutes. Next thing is like 20 minutes and nothing came out. So I was like, damn, I ain't a man. But what happened was I was chafed. <laughs> I beat it so bad, <laughs> my shit got chafed. <laughs> and we had no Neil Spawn back then, so I just kept putting Vaseline on my shit. <laughs> Bo don't want to hit. Bo don't want to hit. But you know, as a young man, that's what we go through. You know what I'm saying? We transition into manhood and we discover in our body. So I don't know if anything is wrong with masturbation. I think it keep you at bay, keep you at peace. Um, it keep you away from doing certain things. So, and for men and women, so it could be a good tool. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I used to jerk off, especially before Shorty came over. So I, I take that, get that one nut out real quick, so I could. That prep nut, you know what I'm saying? So I could, I could last longer. So, you know, it is cool. You know what I mean? I, I ain't got no... Yo, you can come back and sit down, B. Is he done? <laughs> he, he already done? told his shit. Go tell your story now, man. Nigga, I ain't got a story. Yeah, you got a story. Come bro, on, man. I ain't man. got no story, bro. You, you got a story. I ain't got you no story, You ain't never jerk off before? Yo, bro, I don't want to have a conversation with you about jerking off, I Just say if you ever jerked off. That shit makes me Bro, I don't want to... I'm just asking you. Have you ever did it before? Yo, bro. I'm a man, yes. Okay, cool. I was on the phone with a chick. She had phone sex with me, and I swear to God, she made me jerk off, bro. And when and when when I when I nutted, I felt so fucking nasty. I never spoke to her again, bro. So you think it's her fault? Son, I felt disgusting. So why you speak to bro. yourself? You did it to yourself. So it's her fault. Yo, bruh, she made me do it. She was like, how she made Because she was like, you never jerked off. It's your choice. Because she was like, you never jerked off before. Oh my God, go get some lotion. So, so I'm like, what? Why you wasn't mad at your hand? Listen, bruh, come on, bruh. I felt so nasty. I'm like, what the fuck All right, is so this? so did you ever do it again after that? My nigga, I'm, come on. Yeah, I mean, I've done it, but okay. that's not, it's, it's not my thing. Look, that story was even that bad, my brother. You all right? Whatever, nigga. <laughs> I talk about it, man. This nigga's trying to little by little pull me into his fucking realm, my nigga. And I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going, bro. <laughs> like, Monty, you see what's going on here? Every week, little by little, he's trying to pull me into his fucking realm. Yo, nigga, I'm not look. going. But yo, 
You know what's something I want to talk about? Um, something that happened uh, a couple of days ago. So, you know, my daughter just started college, right? Ooh. And it's so crazy because, you know, like I'm so attached to my kid. Like the first day of school, I took my daughter to school or whatever. And like the, like one of the... Uh, the workers was like, look, dad, like she's in college now. Like Leave alone. you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and 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 I remember leaving and it's like, damn, like I gotta leave my baby in the city. Like this is crazy. You know, like, bruh, I I had separation anxiety. anxiety. Yeah, definitely. You know, but she comes home the day before yesterday. No, she matter of fact, it was yesterday. She comes home yesterday and she's like, Dad, you know, something kind of crazy happened today. I'm like, what happened? She's like, I'm in the pizzeria. And this guy starts talking to me. And she's like, this guy's older than you. He had to have been like 50, 60 years old. So he starts asking how she goes to, to school around there. And then he starts telling her like he's really looking for a relationship. And he's like, you know, <laughs> he's willing to pay. What? Yeah. So he's like, he's willing to pay, you know, to be in a relationship. It's and crazy. he'll buy her sneakers and he'll buy her clothes. And, my, you know. And that's the game niggas are kicking that's, out of? Come on, bro. Oh, come on, man. You know, but. That's crazy. And my and and she's like, no, I'm good. Like, you know, my father takes care of that like very well. Yo, that's the best thing you, you your know, kid could ever say to you, B. My um, daughter told me that same exact yeah. thing in college. She said, Yo, Dad, why guys always when she was in college, she was like, Yo, why guys always trying to buy me stuff? You know what I tell them all the time? I got a father. Yeah, exactly. And that's the best feeling then, you ever have. But 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 check it. So then he goes, Okay, well, you know, if you don't want to be in a relationship, like. I'll pay you to have sex, son. And this, this is this is what this is what she said. And she said, "Dad, I cursed that man out." Like, As like she yeah, she was like, "What do you think? I'm a prostitute?" And I'm glad that when he said that, the first thing she thought of is, "What do you think? I'm a prostitute?" Because if you look all over social media, women are selling their bodies all the time, all the time, and they make these excuses about, oh, it's not that I'm a prostitute, but what I'm supposed to be giving my vagina away for free. No, that makes you a prostitute. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the reality of it. But I say that to say, man, like. So if you give away dick for free, this, is, are you charity? Uh, I, I <laughs> I don't, like, listen. What is it? I, I'm yeah, trying to figure it out. I, I don't know. But, but I say that to say, I mean, it's, it's for two things, man. Yo, you, and look. This didn't start yesterday. Like this is something that's been going on in our communities for these for the longest, man. You grown ass dudes, man. Like going after these little girls, you know. And I I know y'all are like eighteen. She's an adult and all of that. But bro, that's a kid, you know. And the only thing I thought was, why couldn't it just for some reason want to go up into her school and walk into that pizzeria? But, nah, but it was no necessary because you you everything that you put in her and instilled in her. She did the right thing when she was there, so it was good that you. She came home, and told you the story. I'd have been a proud dad because she just told me the right. No, thing. I am a proud yeah, dad, yeah, but it's, she it's, it's it still right it still doesn't take away from the disrespect. You understand what yeah, I'm but saying? Yeah, but but a lot of like, these kids are leaving their house more, and we've seen this, especially with this generation. It's crazy. They don't know how to take disrespect. They don't know how to take offense, and they don't know how to deal with it. A lot of these kids killing themselves, going home, do, going overboard, doing things, and we, you know, I'm glad that. Baby girl had the toughness to go, yo, don't even talk to me that way. You know what I'm saying? So big up the baby girl for, for 100%. And fathers, y'all got to be in your kids' life, especially your daughters, B. You got a daughter out there, 
Make sure you and your daughter life 155%. Love on her as much as you can. Because these niggas out here ain't got nothing but no love for them. And they And they praying. And they praying on your baby the, the girls. Second, the second they see that weakness, they, the second they see that void from not having a father, I'm telling you, man, these dudes is out there. They looking for that and they praying on it, man. They praying on it. No, nah, definitely, man. Being your daughter's life, and if you don't have... If, if you're single mothers and you got your daughters, love on your daughters, man, and teach them about their values of who they are and what they are. You know what I'm saying? So nobody can come talk to them in their ear, pay them no type of money, give them any type of trinkets to make them feel like they, you know, that's what they need to give themselves to them. That's, that ain't cool, man. We got to teach our kids a different way, especially our little girls. We got to protect them. On that subject, that makes me think of something that I also saw on social media. Did you see um, that Vlad TV interview with... Isaiah Washington, where he was talking about Aaliyah? No. Mm -mm. Yeah, well, there's a video. Um, Isaiah Washington, the actor, is on Vlad TV, and Vlad asks him about Aaliyah because you know they were in Romeo Must Die together. Mm. Right? And he pretty much said that Aaliyah was very mature for her age, and he believes that she was the one in control in the relationship with her and R. Kelly, which is just so crazy to me because she was 15 years old and R. Kelly was a grown man, you know what I mean? And look, that just, like, how can you even make an excuse for that? I don't give a damn how grown she was, how mature mm. she was. At the end of the day, a man in his 30s should know better. Better, definitely. <laughs> I was about to say, she yo, could have been mature as, yo, as, you know, as the earth. Yo, yo, <laughs> it didn't make a difference. A, a grown man has to know his place when you're talking to a child and i'm like, sure and i'm sure saying? this has happened to you before where you may bro i've had young girls push up on me and i'm like shorty like i remember i had this one one young girl tell me oh so what you scared of young pussy and i was like yes i am tico do i tell yes, young bitches all the time here when i tell them tico so. yo tico when i tell the young girls in here all the time tico too young man and they be a i don't know sometime. the way the way tico said it it sounds like he was pressured. <laughs> wow, <Tico. laughs> Yo, There was no enthusiasm in his wow. voice. <laughs> wow, I got an age limit. I won't go past. I can't deal with no young chicks, but I, I really, it's hard for me. Even, like, Lois, I probably date is like 27, 28, and that is even an issue, because if she ain't mad mature, like, I can't even have a conversation. And what they want to go do and go smoke hookah all day and go to the, I can't I can't relate like I don't smoke hookah man but I I just can't go out and do that so that's not my I can't even see myself in that speed you know what I'm saying so sometimes I be sitting there like what's she talking about did she use slang that he I don't said, even have no he said, idea. He said, he said what's she talking about <laughs> the oh. slang somebody told me yo my breach I said what. What's that? That's <laughs> was, cheese. That's on paper. Yeah, no, but it's a yeah. kind. The breach is actually a kind of cheese. Yeah, bro, I didn't know what it was for the first when I heard it first. My time. man Swan Gotti used to use the word breach. <laughs> That's the first person I heard use breach. See, because he got young bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you so fool. But yo, yo I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Brooklyn Boys Radio. This nigga is so whack. Yo, fuck this. Brooklyn Boys Radio. Hope to see y'all next week. Yo, right? man. Thanks for checking in. Once again, shout out to the Woods. Woods Tico! Tico with that. <laughs> Yo. He, he the wackest like, store manager in the world. We'll be son. back next week. Same bat time, same bat, bat channel. channel. Let's get it, baby. Brooklyn. Out.